welcome back to this week's episode of Cinema Squares. This is the show where we get together, we talk about the movies that we love, and then we do some trivia and we get the fuck out. And other shit. Pretty much. <laughs> and other stuff. Yeah. We do hold, uh, we don't hold any spoilers back, so be prepared, because this week we're talking about the big movie in theaters, Black Panther. Wait, what, what podcast is this? Cinema Squares? Oh, I thought this was uh, Knights of the Round Table Session, where we discuss medieval English history. No, 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 that's next door. <laughs> anyway, you guys like Black Panther? Yeah! Yeah? Yeah, I was, I was kind of bummed going into this thing, because I was like, another Marvel movie. You know, like, at a certain point, unless it's got something to it, it's just another superhero movie, right? I don't think that's true. <sighs> I don't know. Because, I mean, it's like... Oh, another Marvel comic. Oh, another new superhero that has different powers and different personality than the last superhero. True. I don't know if I'm into this. Then you shouldn't be in the comic book shop. Well, listen, Thor... Hold on. Paper Girls. Lumberjanes. There's things out there for people who don't want to read superheroes. Let's not throw everybody out of a comic book shop because they don't want to read Batman or Wolverine or any of that nonsense. There is plenty of great, excellent comics. We stand on guard about the U.S. invading Canada. Yeah. Wait, what? That's a great comic. I have that to. Sounds I have, good. I have the trade paperback too. I'll let you buy it. Okay. The whole thing. It's only like five issues. Really? Yeah, it's fucking great. That sounds pretty awesome, actually. I'm just saying we shouldn't look down people our noses at people who like the weird indie comics. I like weird I sh- indie comics too. My favorite type of comic has got to be one where it takes the superhero genre. And uh, flips it on its head, like The Boys by Garth Ennis. Yeah. Yeah. Garth Ennis did Preacher. That was a fucked up comic. Well, yeah, it's Garth (laughs) Ennis. It's fucked up. That's just by Garth Ennis. If you see Ennis or Garth Ennis on anything, you you can pretty much decide it's fucked up right there. So, Um, (laughs) You don't even need to to read it. Just go to like a super fan and they'll be like, that was fucked up. And they'll be like, yeah, you read it too? (laughs) Here's my thing, Clay. I think I think I feel entirely the opposite that you feel. You you're pumped every time. Like Ant Man no. Two looks dumb. No, like, to me. No. Here's the thing. I don't know. Going into last year, I was not excited for Marvel movies at all. Okay. I thought Spider Man didn't look good. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy looked okay, but more the Guardians same. Guardians was good. I thought Thor looked okay, but I wasn't sure. Spider Man surprised me. Not Guardians was exactly what I thought it was. Which was great. And Thor disappointed me. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again, probably. This year, I very excited for Black Panther. Very excited for Infinity Full War. Four. Infinity War. Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. And I. Okay, me too. Wasn't 100% sold. I like the concept. I like. Paul Rudd as Ant-Man is just delightful. It's magic. He's perfect. And I wasn't 100% sold, but they ran a trailer for it in front of Black Panther that has sold me 110%. Yeah, when he shrinks the office building and carries it off like a suitcase. Yeah. Okay, that's fun. When they shrink the car and then build the car back and it like knocks the other car up in the air. And the Pez dispenser, that's pretty funny. I mean, the Pez dispenser is a joke that's obvious in that, that's from the original. But it looks like they're playing around with the shrinking in a way that is fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks it looks like they're like, yeah, this is ridiculous, so let's just have a fuck ton of fun with <laughs> let's it. Let's lean into it. Okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And you have the perfect guy to do it with Paul Rudd. He's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, Paul Rudd's pretty great. I'm just saying, that sold me on that movie more than anything. You and know, I watched that trailer twice, and it was delightful twice. Okay, speaking of trailers in front of uh, 
in front of Black Panther. That solo trailer kind of made me want to see Solo. I know it redeemed the fucking Super Bowl. Oh, uh, I don't know though. It's I, I I'm so worried about it. I mean, I like the the car thing, and I like the the way the Millennium Falcon looks, yeah. and, and fucking you know, uh, Danny, uh, not Danny, Donald Glover looks fucking great. Oh, as, Lando. As Lando. Yeah, for and sure. then Woody Harrelson's got that weird We're putting hair. together a team. He's it's a heist movie? Is it a heist movie? It kinda looks like a heist movie. <laughs> Which would work for solo. I that was cool. Those were the two trailers that I watched twice today. Did you Fair did enough. you see the uh what influenced the director on like writing the story or like writing and directing the story of this movie? No. It was uh like weird collection of movies. It, one of them was the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I can't remember the other one. Wait, why did you see the movie th- uh, trailers twice? Why? <laughs> okay, so what I did was I had tickets for a 9 a.m. showing because I like to go early in the morning with the old people and I don't have to deal with any of those damn teenagers. <laughs> uh, we get there and the projector is broken, but it's not like broken, broken. It's like it's shooting, it's playing the shit and then it'll fuzz like the two like two images at once that are like two different colors like red and green oh like weirdly right so the projector wasn't projecting at the right time in both both things yeah okay because we went to see it in IMAX <laughs> and uh, so it was supposed to start at 9.30 about 10.05 they get it running and I'm like sweet and we watch the trailers and it freezes during the Death Wish trailer but that was okay because fuck that movie Okay. And then it plays the rest of the trailers and starts the movie. And we literally see the first scene in its entirety fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, everything in Oakland. Yeah. And then it starts to do the Marvel thing and freaks out again. And then that's just the movies playing with the two different shots. And that's when me and my wife got up and was like, no, not today, sir. But I knew we were doing this tonight and I really wanted to see the movie so I could talk about the movie. So I decided that I could make... This is about 10.15 now. And I was like, if I book it across town to a different theater, there's a 10.45. Right. And that one will be fine. Okay. So I drive across town, go to the 10.45, projections busted. Nothing. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. There's nothing this time. It's supposed to start at 10.45. About 11.15, they take us out of the theater. They're like... We're moving you to this 11.30 showing. So that's three hours so far. Yeah, yeah. Before the movie starts. Okay, they got it working though? And yeah, then that one worked. We watched the trailers again and I... (laughs) (laughs) Watching them back to, like, almost back to back like that in front of a movie when I just want to watch the damn movie is almost infuriating. I'm pretty sure that's one of the levels of hell. (laughs) They just keep... You'll get to the end of the trailers and then they'll just replay the trailers... And then they'll play replay the trailers. Uh. The only good thing about it is that we got four like free passes for oh. our trouble because it was an IMAX movie. And then we went to use two of them, and then the projector failed again, so we just got them back and then saw the movie. Let, let me ask you something. Huh. Were you pleased with your IMAX purchase? No. No, I mean like without the trouble, like the actual film. Is it really that much different? I don't know. I watched one scene of him talking to his brother. Oh, and then you had to go to normal? Yeah. Oh, okay. Everything after really that was normal. Intense, I, I, I didn't realize what I did until after I paid, but I went, because I, I had to go late at night, and I didn't want to see, I didn't want to be in the theater until 2 a.m., 
you know? Yeah. So I rushed to get to the 10.30 p.m. showing. And the 10.30 p.m. showing was something called Prime. Oh, what's that? Like the D-Box Prime one oh, or whatever. Oh, no shit? But like the audio D-Box? Yeah, they said they had, and I was like, well, what's that? I don't know what Prime is. And she's like, well, it's like a larger screen that's kind of curved on the ends, and then you got speakers in the seats. That's kind of cool. And I was like, uh, okay, I don't care. Just get me in the theater. I worked all day. I'm tired. Yeah. And uh, so I go in there, and it, it's fucking 18 bucks for a ticket. Fuck. Yeah. Not as much as IMAX. You and I, and I, IMAX I, go, I went in there, and I was like, this is exactly like a normal theater experience. What the fuck is the extra charge for? Yeah. But they get they get speakers and seats. You pay for you pay for the word prime, like it's some sort of privilege, like you're in the privilege lounge, you know? <laughs> I wanna go to the privilege yeah, lounge. Yeah, like they give you a special bracelet and you're like, you know, oh this is, this is prime. This is privilege. No no plebeians allowed inside. Well, I mean, but it's exactly the same fucking experience. I was so pissed. You're sitting but, there thinking that the that the movie industry knows what the fuck it's doing at this point. They just I mean I, I paid I paid that extra money basically so I didn't have to get out at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know You know if they were smart, you know what they'd really do? Put D box seats in all of these. No. Man. No, no, if no you, hold, hold on. on. If you want to charge okay. okay, go ahead. D-Box seats actually move during the movie. Right. That shit is lit. Oh, yeah? Oh. Like, it actually, like, shakes and stuff? Yeah, it, it shakes. It's, like, little shakies. And, like, I saw... Uh, I ended up seeing with uh, Ben, a former member of the podcast, uh, the the Lone Ranger. And it was good. In D-Box seats. And out of D-Box seats? Not at all. <laughs> so, uh... might make some movies. Well, no, what I was going to say is what they need to do is if they want to do Prime, they should do it where you can have Prime seats and regular seats in the same theater and uh-huh. make Prime seats fat people seats. <laughs> prime. Because as a fat person, if that seat was about two inches extra wide, I'd pay an extra three or four dollars for that. <laughs> I'm not even joking. You Fuck know, it. I, how much would you guys pay for in-house streaming movies? What do you mean? Like, first-run movies. Like, if we were to sit down today and watch Black Panther, how much would you pay for one showing of Black Panther? Do $10. Like, $15? I don't know. $10, $15? I'd, I'd probably go, like, $30, 35 you Wait. Can, you can pack people in your house to watch this movie. Let's just charge them? Yeah. yeah. Give me five bucks. It's cheaper than the theater. It is. That's <laughs> crazy, though. They never do that. Really? You yeah, don't think so? There's no... Because most people... What, is it going to combat piracy? No, most people wouldn't do that. That's the thing. I would. I know you would, but nine, 99% of the population is not going to be like, I'm willing to pay 30 you, you First of all, look at Bart. Bart went by himself to a late night movie, the saddest thing I've ever seen. You immediately <sighs> eliminate him as one of your clienteles by that thing. I'm right I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> but you eliminate him. The, that type of thing. You eliminate that type of thing. Yeah. Why? Stop referring to me as a thing. <laughs> um, anyway, Black Panther was really good. <laughs> yeah, everything around the movie sucked for me. But the movie... Mon jus. Uh, mon jus. Ah, mon jus. It's so good. <laughs> it, it, it was great. You know the thing about it, right? The thing about it that I realized a little bit after with reflection of the movie is uh, between Black Panther and fucking Killmonger, 
that's the whole argument of what happened in Civil War. The whole argument of Civil War done with more uh, nuance and substance than they did in Civil War. Because they both, the, the question is, you have this power, what do you do with it? Do you take over other people? Do you, do you fight other people? Do you fuck up other people? Because what matters is you? Or do you share what you want with everybody? You know, and, 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 and make everybody better. Do you use your power to make the world better? Or do you use your power to make your life better? That's the ultimate difference between Black Panther and Killmonger. And that's what they tried more clumsily to do in, in Civil War. Of being like, these people have powers, we have to register them. Because they can, you know... And I, I didn't think about it until after the movie. But, like, that whole dynamic and duality of that between the two main protagonist and antagonist is so nuanced and perfect in that movie that I didn't really... It, it doesn't slap you in the face. Right. And it's fucking amazing. I feel like they had to make uh, Killmonger... Yeah, yeah. I feel like they had to make Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger just be extra evil in his not-political moments. You know what I mean? Just so you, you wouldn't be, like, too much, like, oh, he's kind of got a point. Yeah. No, I mean, like... I, so to paint him as more of a bad guy, they're like, oh, he's going to shoot his girlfriend for no reason. Yeah, they just... they. I mean, they made him brutal. Yeah. But his... I mean, like, he wasn't... Like, his motives weren't that evil. Yeah, no, he's just like, hey, uh, you know, like, the oppression fucking sucks, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, he wanted to... Right the wrongs of the past, just not in the right way. Right, not like his 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 motivation was just, but his method of going through it was not. And let let's not forget that moment when he goes to the land of the ancients, right or ancestors. Ancestors. Yeah, that was a very moving scene. Yeah, with him his talking dad? to his father. Yeah, like you do not see a villain in a movie have a heart to heart with their dead father. Like, nine times out of ten, you don't see that. Yeah, no. And have it be that moving. And, like, you can tell the regret of the father for what he has turned his son into, albeit not on purpose. And you can tell the almost defiance from the son of being like, you're not, I'm not, I'm doing what I'm doing to make up for you. You know, you can tell that sort of dynamic in a, in a powerful way. And you get it gives so much more character to the villain and to Killmonger yeah. to have that moment of 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 self reflection with his father in the same way that Black Panther did. Yeah. You know, except for Black Panther's first one. Black was Panther was more, the opposite. Yeah. He was angry at his father. The second time, yeah. 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 And and it like it's like, hey, this guy that, you know, you know, was treated as sort of like like a deity by his son, like he he wasn't, like, you know, he made mistakes. Like this is a realistic character. Yeah, I mean, they all were excellent characters. Yeah, yeah. I, in, in the scene that... where where he does go to his father, uh, was was his name? I don't remember his name. Killmonger. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. And you can see just like the conditioning of his character from when he show when he's a child, and like when he's talking to his father, like his ghost. And, but he's a child. He becomes a child. Uh-huh. And then he goes, people die all the time. Because where's, where's the tears for me? People die all the time. Right there, you can see like his whole childhood, his whole growth as a character has been so hard from when he was a child. Yeah. All the way up. 
people die all the time. And then he went to war. And he's just like, yeah, there's no, there's no saving him. The only way in this guy's life is violence. Man, that, that scene where it's uh, him and Black Panther fighting uh, for uh, the kingdom uh, to, for who's going to be king, right? That is fucking brutal. I love that scene. It was so fucking like, man, he kicked his ass like, boom. Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. T'Challa gets his ass kicked a couple of times. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your favorite character, though? My favorite character? They yeah. were all excellent characters. I mean, T'Challa was my favorite character. He was pretty cool. A very classic hero. I but liked his. Forrest Whitaker was great. Michael yeah, B. Jordan was great. Angela Bassett was great. His sister was great. Yeah. The 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 general of his military, like his guard, was great. Yeah, she was badass as fuck. Yeah, I yeah. think I liked her the best. Like, cause she has a whole moment too with her with her husband or lover or whatever. That was a good scene. The guy as well. on the rhino, you know, where it's where it's the like guy from rhinos. the guy from Get Out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was trying to remember where I knew him from. Yeah. Uh, fucking, um... So good. But where he's like, you would kill me, and she's like, for my country, in a heartbeat, and it's just like... They Damn. they have a whole arc to, Like, that's the thing about this movie, is that everybody has their own arc and their own growth that is fucking delightful and great. And, and it's... They struggle, and it's well done. It's so well put together on a character level. Yeah. Even, yeah. even like, the low-key, like, comic relief, the CSI guy? Or, uh, sorry. It's the CIA guy? CIA guy, yeah. He he even has, like, a thing where he's like, oh, okay, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna be self-sacrificing, and, like, even though I don't think he died, right? No, he got out. But he was pretty close, though. Yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> like, I'm gonna risk my f- fucking life. Yeah, I think life. he had 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It's great, yeah. And the guy that he beats in the in the beginning, how he saves his life, like and and is like you know we they all care. It's like it's I don't know. They're like people with reasons for doing what they're doing. Yeah, there's no yeah. characters that have major roles in this movie that don't that aren't well fleshed out. I the like worst the, is the CIA guy. Yeah, he's the least fleshed out character. Well, he's comic relief for sure. And I guess kind of Andy Serkis because he's just. Uh, I like weapons and... Racism! Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to look... I'm going to have great fashion sense, but terrible racism. All right. Great fashion sense. Yeah. So. I just wanted him to call the vibranium my precious once. My precious. <laughs> I think uh, my favorite uh, probably was uh, his sister. His sister was a great his character, too. Great, yeah. like, the, like the tech girl. She, yeah. She's... <laughs> Man, once you get him with the uh, with the costume that holds all the kinetic power, yeah, that, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's why are you filming this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> like have you noticed what like what we talked about so far? We 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 haven't really touched on stuff that makes superhero movies. We're just talking about like a good movie. This this was the least superhero movie of the superhero movies so far. I mean, you That's say true. that, but I mean Marvel has proven that action is not a problem. Yeah, the not action the action was great. Falls down in action. It no. falls down in the things around it. Yeah. Yeah. But they, I mean the action was great in it, but the movie wasn't about that. And it wasn't about his superpowers or anything like that. It was about it was it was political, it was driven, it was it was topical. It, it was about, you know, the growth of humans and relationships. It wasn't about the superhero thing. 
It, it was really cool. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. It, it, it was about race relations. It was about politics. It was about, you know, it was about imperialism and governments. It was, it was an outstanding movie and caught me completely off guard. I thought it was going to be the old, you know, superhero origin story, just like all the other first ofs. Exactly. That's what I was but, nervous about. When I yeah. said I was nervous about it, I thought it was going to be that. And then yeah. it turned out to be what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, they, they had T'Challa in Civil War, and they're like, oh, he's the Black Panther. He does some cool stuff he's real cool, quick. He's cool, right, guys? We don't, they don't really explain it. And then in this, they're like, yeah, that, I mean, there's some brief exposition, but fuck it. This is him. This is his growth as a character. This is who he is. Yeah. And he stands his ground. And these are the people that are growing around him and with him to make him better and to make each other better. And then eventually just the relationship of the world. That was the thing that I thought was the best thing that they did with Civil War. Is that if you look at the two characters that they introduce and kind of almost give their backstories in not... I mean, they give their... There's more Black Black Panther, Panther, but Spider-Man and Black Panther, they kind of give their backstories. And, And almost their scenes in Civil War can kind of replace a whole origin movie and you still yeah. have Civil War and then both of those movies are like here's things that happened after Civil War we're just picking up with these people you know the drill let's go 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 and then it that's what made both of those movies are excellent yeah they jump Homecoming right in Homecoming and, and Black Panther are both excellent and I think that's a that's a big reason why is that is that you can just be like well here you know who these people are you know and you feel and, like they're building off of what they've learned, like yeah. what what they've taught everybody, and I and I think what's going to happen, if I'm being 100 percent honest, <coughs> is they're going to go with Infinity War, and then they're going to blow everything up. You think so? Yeah, because while we've seen every Marvel movie and we know these things, if there's a person who goes into Ultimate that movie, universe, if there's a person who goes into that movie who hasn't seen Civil War or hasn't seen like certain things, Ultron, anything, yeah, yeah. If if that's your first Marvel movie, if you haven't you, watched all twenty fucking Marvel movies, yeah, yeah, you could you could still appreciate it for the excellent movie that it is. But, but you can do that with Spider Man. You could do that with Black Panther. Yeah, but I'm saying that it's not as good if you haven't seen Civil War. Right. That's the one problem with the whole concept, and it's not a concept with Black Panther or with Civil War or with. Homecoming. It's Homecoming a whole. Homecoming's got Tony Stark in it a little bit. So. Yeah, uh, it's it's a problem just with the whole concept of a shared universe, which is being that's being done here, and it's part of the reason why Marvel did it and it's acceptable, and fucking the Conjuring people stumbled ass backwards into it, and it's. <laughs> I guess we're here. <laughs> hey, you guys want to do a movie about that creepy nun? But everybody else has <laughs> failed miserably. You know, everybody else is just fucking face, face, face planted. Into the side of a wall, you know? Fucking look at the mummy movie. And that was the third time they tried to start that Dark Universe bullshit. DC's been rough. (laughs) I mean, the Dark Universe could have worked, though. Everybody knows those monsters. If they just had had the right person to helm it, and he volunteered to do it, and they shot him down, and then they came back and they're like, maybe you should have done it. He goes, nah, I don't want to be a part of it anymore. And that was Guillermo del Toro. Oh. And they should, they should really? you know, hire Tom Cruise for more of those. Oh parts. God! They, really? should, they should have never, ever, ever gone within ten cattle prod meters of a. But he's popular. <laughs> Don't horror people like Tom Cruise, star of such titles as Mission Impossible and Mission Impossible One, <laughs> Two, and Mission Impossible Three, and also Four, and then Six and Five as well. Really, if you want to do the dark universe thing, what they should have done is what DC tried to do. And it's just do the team up first, and then let it filter out. They have yeah. a team up already, though. 
It's called Monster Squad, and it's yeah. delightful. That's, what, that's how it you is. start. It totally is. You start Monster Squad 2, and then you fucking go out from there. Except you don't end it in the same way. You end it where the monsters are still in, in like, the regular world. I'm yeah, part well, of the damn club, aren't I? You don't kill them, yeah. What you have to do is... Have it, have it be our world, right? Yeah. Have them summon from the books or whatever, or the movies, right? Wait, wait, wait. Hold Straight on. up. No, because that's fucking a terrible trope. Kevin Bacon. Just throw Kevin Bacon in there. He's the hollow man, obviously. You're fuck. That's fucking stupid. No, you just do Monster Squad where these monsters exist, and it's like, whatever, they're attacking the suburbs. And then really, at the end of the day, what you do is go, oh shit, fucking there's a bigger bad person who's controlling the monsters... And then you break that, and then you have movies with the monsters being like, I'm trying to get back to my normal everyday life and just raise my poor werewolf baby. Pup. I got the two werewolf kids. Pup. Pup. My poor <laughs> werewolf pup. And eventually it just turns into Hotel Transylvania. Which oh, was God, also is, delightful. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. That is not a bad movie. But yeah, they, I mean, Black Panther was powerful, it was well-written, it was well-directed, it was well-acted, it was well-executed in every the way. The aesthetic was fucking amazing. It was amazing. beautiful to look yeah. at, too. Uh, Wakanda is just breathtaking. It's so cool. And the city itself is just so super tech and awesome. It, it's that combination between super high-tech and super low-tech. Like you have these giant skyscrapers and then a thatched roof. Yeah, yeah like well, the thatched roof thing was just a was was a ruse. Was, yeah. Well, no, they had thatched roofs within the city too. Yeah. Oh, they did. Yeah. And, well, the juxtaposition between like it was a cool to, between cool like idea. all the tech and like this like super modern that Wakanda is with like the traditional old way, the juxtaposition was just outstanding. Like right. they they'd wear the old the old tribal outfits with like the the old ceremonies and stuff with fedoras, lots of fedoras. <laughs> There were a lot of fedoras. What? <laughs> Look at the people on the street in Wakanda. Yeah. There is a lot of fedoras. There's, a, there's a, an alarming fed, uh, amount of fedoras. It's but. like there's 12 ska bands in the city yeah. at all times. Yeah. I did not notice that at all. <laughs> I, just, I don't know, man. I just saw a lot of fedoras. That's all right. Yeah, nobody is welcome in Wakanda except for a real big fish. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that you just you never really see, and or you never really see definitely in a movie. You know, is that there's so many times that when they show a city that's like a major metropolis or modern city, you know, the architecture is is English or it's it's European or it's Chinese or some other or Japanese. You never see something that mixes the highly technological with the traditional like African architecture. You know what I mean? It's a new it's a new thing. You, yeah, you never see, see that in movies. It was sure. done extremely well. Yeah. And glowing lip tattoos. Cool. <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that like a thing in Blade, too? I don't know. That's how, you, yeah, the, the vampires have it sometimes. Wasn't it the people, the humans that worked for vampires had it? They're called familiars. Whatever. I staked you with silver. Why aren't you ash? I hate familiars. Just like Blade. Fucking <laughs> 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 But yeah, no, the, the movie was great. It was really, I think, the best Marvel movie in a in a minute. Yeah, I mean, I th- Guardians. I, I don't know why. Great. Like, like, yeah, they. I mean, I, I thought they've they've all been so good. Thor. What honestly, after Thor, I was ready for a little bit of a break. It was okay. Was the the Ragnarok? Yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah. A little bit That's, of a break. I didn't after see that one. That one. I mean, oh, we're I only 
And it wasn't bad. That movie wasn't I bad. It was Gar- just... Guardians, I thought, was great. Mm. You know, this was great. Spider-Man was great. I've loved them all so much. The one I liked the least was Civil War. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I could see Civil that. Civil War was busy. Civil War was rushed, and it was thrown together poorly, I thought. But other the than that, I've liked kind of all like... of them. I loved Ant-Man, too, and I'm excited for Ant-Man and Wasp. I know. But, I yeah, I... I don't know. I've I've been excited for every Marvel movie. This one was one of the tops, though. I liked it. This one was was superb. Yeah, I think this one just sneaks in under like my top five. It had more it's heart. Top five. I think I think it's five. If I had to put a top five together, I think this would be five out of the twenty. I mean this this one had more heart than than maybe any of the ones that came before it, with the exception of maybe Guardians. Well, I mean, the number one, Captain America. Winter Soldier. <sighs> had the most heart, had the most action, heart. had the most intrigue, had the most everything. I mean, they're, 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 they're all done the best. They're all done very well. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's the thing is we can sit here and have this argument mm-hmm. where we're all like, well, this is number one. Well, this is number yeah. one. But you're just comparing, you know, apples to apples. They're all good. And dust to dust. Yeah. Filet that's how that goes, to... right? Sure. Apples to apples and dust to dust. <laughs> Black Panther was excellent. Yeah, it was real good. <laughs> Another thing I really liked was uh, the scale of the whole movie, where it was mostly in Wakanda. Yeah, there was just that one uh, field trip out into South Korea. Yeah. Which was fun. I I guess that first moment in London, but that was really just set up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But, like, like it all felt like a smaller story, and I feel like Marvel movies sometimes get a little grandiose. No, I feel that. Yeah. Almost like they'll raise an entire city off the map or something like that. It's something weird, yeah. But, yeah. (laughs) Age of Ultron was bad. Age of Ultron was fine. I like Ultron. Ultron, third best Marvel villain now. Fourth best Marvel villain now. I mean, he's still around, right? Behind behind who? Loki? 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 (laughs) Loki! (laughs) Loki? Loki's not even number one anymore. No? no. Who, who's number one? Vulture. Vulture's Vulture, pretty great. Vulture's great. Loki. Did I say Loki was two? I, I'm just going... No, Loki's two. <laughs> no, no particular order. I think Loki is a little further down the list. Vulture's one, Loki's two, just because of all the shit he's done. I'd honestly put Killmonger at three, and then I'd do fucking uh, Ultron. I would well, do... Kill- Killmonger and Vulture have a similar sort of thing going for them, I feel. Yeah. Where they're both kind of... You understand where they're coming from, and they're not, I mean, they're not, like, without, they're not unjustified, it's just, they're just misguided. Yeah. I think, uh, number one for me, it probably goes like this for me, it probably goes, uh, Ego, the Living Planet. Well, it was Kurt Russell. It was Kurt Russell, he was great. So, Ego, the Living Planet, uh, Killmonger, number two, Vulture, and then Ultron. Loki? Yeah. You just don't like Loki? Like five, six, whatever. He's just like, just fucking kill him. Just be done. <laughs> this one time, he turned into a snake. He was, he knew I like snakes. And I was like, came up to him and he bit me. And he was like, ah, and he stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. It proves that he's been pulling this shit forever. <laughs> he, he, he can't kill Loki, though. It's his brother. He yeah. loves him. That's true. Come on, Matt Damon playing Loki within the movie? That was fucking great, though. <laughs> uh, there, I mean, there was... There, back to Black Panther. 
There was uh, one, one, the only thing that like that I didn't really like or that I had a problem with. Yeah. Was the you know like after the first run of credits and there's that first little thing at the end of it. Mm, yeah. what, what do you call those? Post credit scenes. Yeah. Well, the, well, damn. I thought there was like a cool name for it. Zigabob. Stingers. St- stinger. Yeah, the first one. They call that the stinger. <laughs> they don't let you use that no more. <laughs> <laughs> the, but that speech he gives to the UN is oh yeah is very very powerful and very very relevant. Yeah. And today, and, and I, 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 it was, it was a great scene, and I wish they would have put it in like more of a prominent light in the movie. I thought it was an incredibly important message. The Tony Stark moment? Yeah, but that... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tony Stark's I'm just... Like, he's just kind of an arrogant prick. But T'Challa had, like, a good message about coming together as a human family. Right. And putting was, aside all of our prejudices and just moving forward as a global society. I was relatively sure as he was building up to it, when he uses that word barriers, I was 99% sure he was about to say walls. Well, I mean, that's why they changed it to barriers. Is that it means why? the same thing. He gave us. Oh, yeah. I mean, he gave the. Let's build bridges instead of building walls. Let's build bridges instead of building barriers. It's the same thing. I know it's the same thing. But still, that At was least the it most. It wasn't giant mechanical flowers like it was the first time in the comic. <laughs> what? No shit. There were giant mechanical flowers that opened up to let people in. Really? Totally. Oh, that's cool. I guess. Well, I would like to see that. <laughs> But I mean that was that that was an incredible speech, and I, I I just wish it would have been portrayed in a more prominent light in the movie, yeah. somewhere somewhere like in an important moment in the movie or something like that, you know. Fair enough. Yeah, as opposed to just burying it after the credit. It would have been a good ending, like an actual. Ending. Yeah, if they or if they just made that the actual ending. Yeah. And then had a different stinger, like Mo unraveling the barbed wire in the club. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, well, those are our thoughts on Black Panther. Great movie. Yeah, Go see it. For sure. You should have seen it before why, uh, listening to what we just said. Yep. Spoiler cast. Spoiler alert. <laughs> doesn't work if you say it at the end. Oh, BTW. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're going to move on to trivia now. I didn't see. I did see a movie this week. But we all saw but a movie. But we all apparently agreed. A.E. They agreed that I have to still go see a movie next week. So this one's just for fun. Uh-huh. Really, this one is to see who's the better human being, Bart or Clay. <laughs> Bart, obviously. Let's, let's be let's be clear about this. You still have to go see a movie. Yeah, and I'll, I'll still go see a movie, and I'll still do trivia next week. Yeah, but this one is just all about pride. <laughs> Who is a good person? Who has pride in themselves and pride in America? Okay. In America? So in the spirit of that, I'm doing a British sitcom television show. <laughs> yeah, okay. Everybody knows the IT crowd. Great fucking show. If you haven't seen it, you're an idiot. Go watch the What's IT crowd. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's great. It's one of the best English sitcoms of all time. So this trivia is going to be based solely on that. Go. Ready? Question one. Yep. Can we say question the first? Also, Clay, you answer first on all odd. You answer first on all evens. Okay? Okay. Uh, uh, rules have been established. Let us do this. First question. Yeah. What is the name of the company that they all work for? Evil Incorporated. I have no idea. No idea. Uh, 
Rogerson's. He's close. Renum Industries. That's right. Okay. So it's zero zero. Question the second. What long-running British game show does the character Moss win a teapot on? Um, long-running British TV show? Oh, game show. Game show. Who wants to be a millionaire? Your weakest link? Uh, the name is Countdown. Oh. And I actually went on a Wikipedia hole after Just that episode. Was real? That is the longest-running game show in the history of the world. Huh. It has been running since 1978 and is still going today. And you win a teapot. Neat. That is 100% true. You win a teapot? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Every time? That is extraordinarily British. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Huh. Question three. Is My like stars, nice I want a teapot. <laughs> yeah. How delightful. It's a teapot with, with... You can look it up after the show. It's got the logo and everything. Is it, it like made of gold? Or? No, it's just a teapot. <laughs> I will put this on my mantle huh. and never use yeah. it. Once. They're English. <laughs> they still have Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and shit, but this is just like... Do you a, want a teapot on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Except it has a million dollars stuffed into it rudely. <laughs> I think this is like an afternoon game show. Like, Who Wants to Be Millionaires? Like, primetime game show. Prime think time, of, like, baby. Let's Make a Deal. Nobody won a million dollars on Let's Make a Deal. Except for Howie Mandel. <laughs> Did he really? He was the host. Ah. <laughs> Question three. Well, I don't know. They're all the same. Yeah. Question three. There is a character in the show a little bit named Richmond. In the very last... In the second to last episode, Richmond is called in front of a courtroom, and he explains that he has a new company. What is the name of his new company? I don't know. You don't know? No. Richmond Incorporated? Bart, would you like to take a guess? The, his new company? His new company. New company. No. <laughs> his new company is called From Goth to Boss. Oh, he's the goth guy. He's the, yeah, Richmond. He's yeah. the goth guy, yeah. That's awesome. Um... Question four. You guys are doing terribly, by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry you haven't seen this obscure... I've actually <laughs> seen it, so this is kind of embarrassing. Question four. There's an episode where Jen gets the job of entertainment manager. Uh-huh. In this episode, she is... Um, she is said to be the blank of the company. What is that blank? The, um, she is said to be the brains of the company. Heart and soul. She is said to be the Fredo of the company. They make a big uh, Godfather ah, reference. Very good. Uh-huh. We'll give you a bonus point if you can say what happens at the end of that episode. She gets killed in the toll booth. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, though. I guess that wasn't that wasn't even Fredo, was it? No. Whatever. Yeah. That was James Conn. That was Sonny. Still kind of a solid, <laughs> solid call. Right? Do you know what happens? Doesn't the boss jump out of the window? Nope. Oh, okay. He throw he got a he gets a, a shithead of the year award and he throws it out the window and it lands right next to her almost killing her. And this is right after they explain that they killed Fredo. Yes. And she thinks that he's trying to kill her. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> the show is really funny. I it's just, a great show. He's just, I haven't seen it in a while. Question five. This one's for all the marbles. Okay, obviously because it's zero zero still. <laughs> um. There is an episode uh-huh. that ends in two different characters going on a date to this restaurant. What is that restaurant? Cut. <coughs> Chili's. 
Bart. What is that restaurant? Yes. Hold on. Clay? It's Chili's. A, it's a French sounding restaurant. Chili's. Bart? Wait, no, no. Le Chili. Bart? French sounding restaurant. Madeline's? <sighs> it starts with an M. Yes, it does. McGay's? No. Messy Joe's. Me, oh, me, Messay's. <laughs> Messay Joe's. <laughs> that's, 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 that's funny. All right. All right. I think this one can end in a tie since it's just for pride and neither of you should really have any pride in what you've done here. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Bonus lightning round. If either of you can tell me the name of the movie in which the man who plays Moss saves the world by having sex with an alien. Saves the world by having sex with an alien. Yes. Moss. Moss. So this is outside oh, of the IT this. crowd? Yes. Saves the world by having sex with an alien? Yes. Well, well it's... Hmm. <laughs> no, put the phone down. Put the phone down. <laughs> I will knock it out of your hand. Saves the world by having sex with an alien. Moss. I know it. Do you? Yes. Clay, would you like a chance to steal? Species. No. Species, everybody dies. She's she's like a fucking black widow. Yeah, but it's the movie about alien sex. Yeah, it is about alien sex. Cool. <laughs> oh, shit. I know this one, too. I really, really do. Just describe it. Oh, It'll fuck. What's it called? If you, if you talk to us. Yeah, what, it's what? got Vince Vaughn in it. It does have it Vince Vaughn. It has yeah. Vince Vaughn in it. Yeah, and you kill the aliens by shooting them in the dick. That does happen. I'm, I'm yeah. not 100% sure if that was the... Oh, that's, shit. No, that's the goal. What's the... It's called... It's it's about... They're like the Neighborhood Watch. What the fuck what? is this movie? It's called Neighborhood Watch? Is it is it called Neighborhood... It's it's not called Neighborhood... It's called The Watch. It's called The Watch. Yes. Bart wins. Bart's the only man. Yeah! Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's fucking close out the show. <laughs> Wow. They, they that say, was a waste of fucking the one, the, one, the one alien is like dating Vince Vaughn's daughter or something. And he, they see him in the stories buying condoms. Like in like the big condoms. And they go, I bet it, I bet it touches the water when he bends down the dick shit. They're trying to fuck with Vince Vaughn. The watch. That is that is correct. Go watch the watch. Is go watch good? the IT crowd. It's all right. It's it's okay. <laughs> At best, it's okay. <laughs> okay, midway. It takes uh, place yeah. in Ohio, and Vince Vaughn's like man cave is full of Ohio State stuff. I like that. That yeah, was okay. cool. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's gonna do it for the week. We're gonna be back next week. I will see a movie, and I'll do real trivia. Moss is the alien in that movie. Is no, he? he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he not. is the alien. No, he's not. Yeah, and, and they save the world oh, because he likes yeah. having sex with Earth chicks so much. Is That's he? yeah. He's like, yeah. We decided. I decided to turn against my people because sex is cool. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He because he gets that, that orgy. Yeah. Yeah. That he's part of. Yeah, and he's huh. like, yeah, I really like this. What? Yeah. You're right. And so he. Sorry, I misled you. He Accurate. decides to save the human race because he likes having sex. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Yeah. Moss is the alien in that one. So if you'd like to hear any specific topics from us, uh, just go ahead and either leave a comment on our SoundCloud or our Facebook page. We'd love to hear it. Like, seriously. Like, we're running out of shit to talk about. Let's do this. Well, let's not be too fucking dramatic about it, Clay. <laughs> well, 
wait, I'm, I'm, we have I'm so, being lit, we, but not We have so much. many seasons of Supernatural to talk about. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, seriously, get those answers in, folks. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.